Last time on Dice Funk. We are protectors of this new land, and you should probably not tell Laser. If he thinks there is no hope to defeat these, he may take drastic actions to open the door of death. A cycl- two cyclical environments intertwined. Removing one would cause catastrophic damage to the other. For as repugnant as I find this place, you are correct, it must stay. Dear dragons back at home, how are you? I'm doing okay. Enough small talk. There's an abolith up here. We're all going to die unless we take care of it. Love, Throg. I mean, <laughs> respectfully yours, Throg. Which is with a crit, I think, Throg, you will recognize the dragon biome when you see it. It won't be like with the life one where I'm like uh, vaguely describing things and you're trying to piece together what it is. I think when you see it, you'll feel it deep in your heart. You'll be like, oh shit, there it is. Hey, weird old guy. <laughs> uh, maybe he like just like he gets him probably in both <laughs> both of his uh, both of his clavicles. Just each side. <laughs> just thuds right into him. Uh, rushing over to Trey and asking, like, are, what, 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 what is happening? Are you, are you all right? Why are you just in the water? Like, it, it, is, it, is there something wrong? Can I help? Uh, this definitely is an Aboleth situation. This person was enslaved psionically. This is a thing Aboleth can do, mm-hmm. as previously discussed. Part of what makes them so dangerous. Uh, but with a crit, I'm going to give you further, which is that uh, you taking this guy back to his uh, his hovel and looking through his stuff. You find a small jar of the slime, and what is happening to Trayan is that he has become uh, infected by the slime's disease, which forces you to be in the water. Yeah, the the only option we have is set out to go into this um uh to go to this temple. Trayan or even or Trayan's real fast. Maybe he sort of incredibles this and holds on to the back of the boat and just kicks. <laughs> Jesus crow. What that's that's quite a helmet, you know. I knew a guy back in the day who had something like that. It was more of a crown. It was like a paper crown he got on his birthday. He got this hamburger joint. Man, you remember hamburgers? It was great. Yes, my wife says I'm not allowed to eat them anymore. I guess it's not my wife. It's my grandpa's wife. We have the same memories. It's a whole thing. It's a little confusing. He he's the ultimate boomer. It is every boomer in his species to ever live. Yeah, imagine what that would do to someone's mind. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, the Aboleth is going to uh, look at you, Throg, as you had just pierced its tentacle. Uh, it's very angry. Its three eyes light up red, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I got a natural one. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I'm going to die. <laughs> That's so bad. Okay, so you swim towards Throg, who is like coming after you with a pickaxe, and you like pop the top on a vial of uh, some kind of electrical liquid, and he's you know shocked, and his body uh, you know thrashes, and you're like, "This is it. It's it's waking him up. It, we're you're back, Throg." <laughs> and then Throg just fucking nails you in the head of the pickaxe. My, ne- my 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 main thought was um like right in one of her eyes. Holy shit. Break those glasses. Fuck her up. I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. I take a chance, we start to dance. Can't see enough to know to turn around. Sound.
this it's still like x number of weeks before the people listening are going to actually hear the thing that i did last episode and all i'm going to say in response to it is sometimes you make choices at 2am and if you've never look you can criticize the choices i make if you've never made a questionable choice at 2am laura i (laughs) never make a choice at 2am what austin didn't seem to understand last last episode (laughs) is that when i woke up when I walked up to a random tree and said, do you want to be in a band? What I actually meant was, I'm taking responsibility for your happiness and freedom, and I will die for it on the moment's notice over literally nothing. That's what asking if someone wants to be in a band is. We, we, we know, yeah. yeah, you're repeating yourself. This is harder than, this is more hardcore than joining a family or a gang. You, you do a beat with me? I mean, look. I will die for you. I, you you say that I'm thinking back over the the couple of like really kind of shitty but kind of fun bands I was in in my late teens. Look, I haven't spoken to those people for like a decade plus. I'd still die for any one of them. Mm-hmm. There's something special about being a bunch of people who don't really know what they're doing, making sounds together. Sometimes you're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're in a band. Fucking ride or die for life now. They show up at your door at two a.m. Another two a.m. Co- choice. They have a gun. They're covered in blood. You're in? <laughs> I'm Again, in. That's not a so choice. long as we can relive the glory days by, you know, putting on our terrible covers of two th- uh, 2010s or 2000s pop music, that, uh, rock music that we did together. Pop that on the radio while we go hide the body. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So last we left the adventure, a chilling image we left on. Zana forms a rapier out of blood vessels. Uh, and k- kills Peter on the ground, uh, prone on the ground, just drives the blade into his body, and then picks up the bloody war gong off of his body and says, Thanks for my stuff. Smell you later. And she teleports into the air using <laughs> teleports Dimension Door, a bard spell that you could have if you still controlled her. Uh, in a pl- puff of fire and smoke, and she lands on the hamsect, which is flying through the air. She teleports up onto it and takes off to the east. <laughs> See, here's the secret about playing a bard. Um, once you get up to certain levels, you start just being able to do wildly varied shit that seems like you're a video game character. You have access to fucking all of the weird tools as a bard. Anyway... I'm a giant tree now. Half tree, half meat. <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, we're going to do some level ups because you have completed this arc uh, as tragically as it ended. You did succeed in a way. Um, Austin, Austin, I have to tell you, I can't stop thinking about a thing, which is that when I realized that the timing of when we got this level up, I can't help but think that it's like, ah, Peter died and the experience dropped and we all leveled up. (laughs) (laughs) You you all XP shared off of Peter's death. Um, No, if anything, it's like a somber moment. Uh, The the love bugs come up out of their hive and like go to to take his body away because he had bonded with one of them. No, no, no. 
Oh God. His body's mine. They can't have it. Who is is Mari or your new character? Both. (laughs) Okay. You're not taking it. Austin, Austin, you're right that this is a sober moment, but I'm making jokes and being boisterous because that's the only way to deal with what I've done. Well, (laughs) I agreed to it, so you don't have to feel too bad. You said, I want something. I said, immediately, yes. I know, but I care too much about my about, about the carrots. They're all, they're all real people to me, and I, I, I feel real sad for the, for the dead ones. Yeah, well, I never say no to anybody. <laughs> um, no, they're not taking Peter. I'm eating Peter. Who is you, you human being, Mari? Who yeah. is eating Peter? Okay, okay. <laughs> me. <laughs> my God, what have I done? Oh! Give me this body of the red man. And I just stick my foot into his stomach and start sucking out all of his insides. Okay, a lot to unpack there. One, Piccolo has an extremely new voice. That's exciting. Uh, Two, you are going to eat this body in front of uh, Peter's friends. Uh, They all just accept this? I don't know. You guys guys have any questions? This is fine with you. Um... Hmm. This all makes perfect sense to Piccolo. Uh, question one, I guess, would be like, no! And then question two, why are you doing that? Why are you not doing it? Don't you want to commence in the feast? We've killed somebody. It can't go to waste. Juniper is just, just trying to take him what, what is, what has happened. Um, she, she made a choice for sure, but but the reality is sinking in of, yep, 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 Peter's dead, huh? Also, Peter's muscular uh, god part just fused with the tree. So I'm half tree, half meat. Suddenly I have empathy for the things I crave to eat. So yeah, you you are trying to absorb Peter's body and the muscular system of the god of lightning is like sucked up into your body. And we will talk about your level in a second. I just want to establish, does nobody stop uh, Piccolo the Treant from eating Peter uh, before his body is cold? Is is there a role we can do to know about demon death practices? Would Peter have wanted to have a demon death practice? Maybe you should have got to know him better. It's not taken for granted his uh, wonderful... Wow, really? A time like this and you're literally going to be like, you didn't even know him. Don't make that Facebook post. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't know, man. He asked a lot of questions about you guys, but never asked questions about him. Peter never even liked you, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) We've been on a journey that has very much been about dead bodies becoming part of our ongoing quest, and I... Look, if if Juniper's willing to walk around with with organs of dead person hanging out inside of her, I I don't think she's gonna be that phased at this point by someone eating a dead body. I mean, I I I feel like uh yeah, like Korok's gonna be like like uh listen, Piccolo, like I I I know what it's like being the new member of the band, but um I, I I'm I'm just gonna say I feel like um I I feel like you're really um overstepping a little bit here. I don't think that, uh... uh, Why? Because I eat through my feet? No, I mean... I I didn't mean... I didn't mean anything. Shit, fuck. I... Fuck. Um, no. That's not what I was... That's not what I was saying. Let's not... 
Let's not do this right now. Um, do what? What are you saying I'm doing? N- nothing. I, ju- I just look like... I, I... Look, you're... I, I... I'm just saying... Also, sorry for sorry for 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 slashing you back there in the fight. I um I thought I thought I thought you're gonna make me drink piss, but um I just think piss is very nutritious. It's full of nitrates. That it is. That it is. Ah, oh, uh, um. Oh, okay, I see how it is. Suddenly there's a new member, and now everyone thinks he's so cool because uh, because the new member eats through his feet and drinks piss. Wow. Hey, 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 no one's, no one's, no one's forgotten you. Can we not make it all about you and then you're not wanting to drink piss right now? We, we, one of our group just got murdered. Can we make it not about the piss drinking for like two minutes? I can't believe this is continuing. <laughs> Hold on. Are you upset that I'm not also letting you eat the red man? All I'm saying is, I stabbed the red man. I did not want to stab the red man, and then the red man died. I gotta eat him. But if he was your bandmate, too, if you want to eat him... Here, I just reach inside and grab out some flesh and hand it to Juniper and Korvok. Do you want some? They'll always be with you. We we can't waste it. How much food do we have right now, Austin? I'm so upset. <laughs> Austin, how are we doing on the food front? Uh, so you got most of your supplies stolen by the Doom yeah. Cult. Uh, yeah, but then yeah, you, was- you did roll survival last episode and I think did pretty well. I don't remember exactly what the roll was off the top of my head, but you have some supplies. I think you said you found some some mushrooms and stuff in the tunnel. So you have something. You're not going to starve if you don't eat Peter's body. Juniper isn't going to eat him, but isn't going to stop you eating them. Mari, as the person who was playing a love bug, uh, do you think the love bugs would be into someone eating Peter's body? Uh, I think the love bugs are animals. So I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Ant colonies have specialized undertakers for the task. They usually carry their dead to a sort of graveyard or take them to a dedicated tomb within the nest. Ants bury their dead. This strategy is adopted by termites forming a new colony when they can't afford the luxury of corpse carriers. Yeah, I think the uh, if we're to love lugs have anything in common with colony building ants, they want to take Peter's body and bury it, and I think they resent you trying to eat it. I'm taking his head then. You're taking his head. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, your signature weapon is a huge executioner's axe, so uh, that makes some sense. It is like an iridescent uh, plus four weapon, a truly like unprecedented weapon of like just raw strength, Uh, a very brutal thing uh, that you have. Uh, Do we want to talk about your character sheets as you cut off Peter's head? Yeah, lovingly. Though, like, it's one of those scenes in a movie where, like, how did they manage to make that seem so tender and loving? But I do it. Um, so I am a ha- well, I am a barbarian level six and a rogue level one, which means I have plus nine stealth and I'm a twenty-five tall foot tall tree. You're not twenty-five feet tall. I established last episode that Piccolo how tall is am I? the same height as Korvok, about seven how, feet. How, how, seven feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am an extremely stealthy seven-foot-tall tree who 
inside my heart is 25 feet tall. <laughs> okay. Got a 25 foot tall spirit. Yes. And so um, I can do this thing called rage, which gives me advantage on strength checks and plus two melee damage with strength weapons and resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, and damage and all that stuff. And I can do that four times per long rest. And then I have unarmored defense, which now gives me an armor class of 16, even though I'm naked. And danger sense. I have advantage on deck saving throws effects uh, when I'm blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. I took the path of Berserker. So when I'm frenzied, I can do another melee attack. And after that, I get a level of exhaustion. But baseline, I have extra attack. So I can attack twice per turn. And then if I frenzy, I can attack a third time. And then one day, if I ever get a finesse weapon or a ranged weapon, I can do sneak attack again each turn as well. Yeah, so you're pretty... Uh, the barbarian abilities actually line up pretty well with just the character conceit because, yeah, like, unarmored defense is just like a barbarian being uh, sturdy, but you actually have, like, bark. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, you have this, uh, you know, frenzy and rage and stuff, which is just, like, your natural instincts to, you know, be part of this uh, biome that was created to, like eat people that that was like piccolo's whole thing was just a a a tree that was given sentience and didn't know what to do with it and just started killing so it all works together pretty well and your stats are sick i got woke because the guy said get woke and then i understood the system in which i was held inside of and all i knew was rage uh the rogue uh dip the multi-class rogueness is uh because (laughs) This is this is very so you you took the the muscles that Peter had so you get his multi class but you took it in rogue because your whole thing was pretending to be a tree you're very sneaky uh it could because you're indistinguishable from uh a sakura tree when when motionless so I like to pretend that I'll be like that cat the ninja cat from that video like every turn you turn around it's closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of your vibe. So you you you're both extremely stealthy and absolutely brutal to fight. You're just like uh a, a, a you're what if a semi truck was a ninja? This is a good friend to have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Juniper, you are the the lone little person in this group of just fucking massive brutal giants. Yeah, I'm a shorty squad tiny little short squad has ended it's just me it's just me down here now i love the idea of you being like you you know you crutch into the room one foot and you're like oh i'm so weak don't hurt me and then your fucking bodyguards are a living tree uh and a giant and they just uh, can fucking move mountains with their bare hands like you're extremely scary <laughs> The the big thing that's getting me is because I lost that foot and I can't do my big super high jump anymore, I can't like do the thing where I jump up to be at face height with everyone for a second. I can't have my like little glimpse of like, yes, I'm one of the tall people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, yeah, sh- you can sh- climb on my branches and stuff. I don't know. I, I I think Juniper would very much like that. I'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. <gasps> Can I make a swing out of Peter's head on one of my branches? <laughs> I don't think Juniper would be quite so into riding a, a severed head swing, but uh... okay, true. That might be. That might be. Right. Yeah, you can you can do it. Juniper won't be into it, but 
I'm sorry. What do you think a swing is, Mari? <laughs> okay, but okay. So Peter has two horns, and you sit on the skull, and the two horns are connected yeah. to the rope, and they're connected to my branches. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's just it would be so tiny. A, a person's head is not anyway. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but he's a demon. He's got a demon head. Yeah. See, I'm I'm picking up what you're laying down, Mari. Yeah. Should I, Should I talk about my level up, Austin? <laughs> Yeah, in, in just one second, because this is kind of the introduction of a new player character, I want to just go one more time. Uh, you are Piccolo the Treant, uh, which was a reflavored, uh, I believe, half-orc stat block. Uh, and you used the, uh, which background was it? Path of the Berserker, which is the only one I could get on D&D Beyond without paying for an extra expansion pack, and I didn't want to write it down on a piece of paper. So that's your, that's your barbarian uh, subclass. What's your background? Oh, my background? Oh, I'm a carpenter. But I make things out of flesh because I'm a tree. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so we, you didn't actually go to what I called the serial killer room where that hand was nailed to the, the wall. But if you went inside, you'd find a bunch of furniture made out of the body parts of the adventuring party who came across Piccolo first. They were lost in the tunnels, and they were like, well, let's ask for directions. I'll use Awaken on this tree and ask. Uh, and then Piccolo roared to life, killed them. Uh, the one guy had this big axe that you took. The other guy had this magic piccolo. You you didn't know how to play it, so you just put it in the room and then built some tables and chairs out of their body parts, and that's what's in that room. They look really nice. Uh-huh. It's, like, really but, classy. But as you said, even before piccolo was revealed, uh, it, it would be weird uh, for a tree to see furniture made out of wood, but it's not weird to us, so the, it makes sense that the reverse is true. Yeah. They're beautiful. Any other things? Your your strength stat is sick as hell, but all of your mental stats are minus one. Intelligence, wisdom, charisma. You know, I was, I was born yesterday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm real strong and I'm not wise, not charismatic, not smart. But I can handle animals and intimidate people, perceive, and plus nine to stealth. So plus four strength, plus three dexterity, plus three constitution. It's uh, based. I'm gonna <laughs> smack. All right, Juniper. So for th- for my level up, I really didn't know whether to put um a level into druid or cleric, given the way last episode ended. Because cleric, I think, would have uh suggested that Juniper was primarily thinking about. Someone died, and I should have been better at saving them. Whereas I think Druid leans more towards, um... I have a new plant friend, and... A little, little bit not... not A little bit that's the more important thing to her right now, is I finally have I finally have an opportunity to learn about a cool new plant. And it feels like kind of the selfish choice for Juniper to make. So Juniper's taken another level in Druid. Um... A little bit of extra uh, HP, proficiency bonus increase. Um, She can learn third level druid spells uh, and learn two new spells. So she now knows uh, Aura of Vitality and Call Lightning. Uh, And she now has a fourth level spell slot, but no ability to learn any fourth level spells. But she she can take a spell she's got and turn it up to level four now. Um, But yeah, I... I wrestled back and forth about which of the two level-ups would make more sense narratively, 
with where Juniper's at, and I think that I think I think Druid is where she's leaning with with where this is going. I've just realized that you are now a party consisting of a tree, a gardener, and a botanist. So yeah. Yeah, we've we're we're getting there. Juniper is slowly turning this into the adventure she wanted it to be. <laughs> Ju- Juniper is gonna make this an adventure about plants and learning about plants and being around plants if it's the last thing she does. No matter how many people have to die along the way. <laughs> look, look, Juniper is Juniper has lost a foot. She's like she's killed to try and save people. She's been through a rough time. She she wanted to come up here and learn about some plants. So fuck it, this is her chance. She's gonna learn about some plants. About some goddamn plants. As much as I would have liked for this party to have started with four nice people who wanted to have a good time, I do think uh, starting with Zelda and Vimble uh, and having so much disaster has really uh, supported the idea that this is like a dangerous uh, adventure you're on. Like it really feels like, oh, it's us against the world. Like this is something that you know is is a very uh, perilous to undertake, which. Uh, it may not have been the case in a more traditional, like, beat up the bad guys, save the day kind of thing. I think it's unreasonable to expect people who come from a world where there's very few resources to suddenly be in a world where there's tons of resources and then for the act, like, accordingly when they don't know how. It's like putting, it's like that episode of Star Trek Next Generation where they had rich people from the past come to the future and they're like, no, we come from a place with limited resources. We have to hoard resources. And they're like, you don't have to. Yeah, I right. Yeah, I think I think coming up here with selfish, self-motivated people plus the element of danger is, has definitely put Junibury in a position where Yeah, trying trying to trying to help everyone and party manage and be like group parent keeping the peace did not work. Trying to protect other people came with consequences. Just a little less thinking about that, a little bit more, hey, I'm here, let's do it. <laughs> when in Rome, as they say. Uh, so you are leveling up Druid as part of uh, the reward for undertaking this quest for the love bugs. They bring you treasure, uh, the just like random bits of you know gold and silver from the, the biome. They also bring you just random items they have because that was the whole p- part of this. That was like Zana's rationale. Was like she had her uh, musical instrument and rapier taken, and she needed new equipment. Uh, and so, in the pile of stuff the love bugs bring you, Juniper, uh, there is one item you can use, which is a shield, which appears to be a large uh, ladybug exoskeleton. Almost, it's like it has the black and red pattern of a ladybug on it, but it is it is like the size of a buckler, uh, which is like a, a arm shield, which gives you plus three AC. <gasps> Ooh, I like that. Do I get anything cool? No, the love bugs actively hate you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you, mur- you murdered a bunch of them, and then you cut the head off the guy they're trying to bury. So, if if Juniper wasn't about to take you out of the biome, I think they would probably kill you. Well, you're here now, and I'm gonna become your new best friend, big walking tree. Juniper wants to know literally everything there is to know about you, but we do also need to get moving, because there are a bunch of people on a quest to the end of the world, and we know that at least one of them, uh, there's at least one person who wants literal hell to be recreated. We should probably get moving, and not let that happen. 
for my uh uh my thing i i uh i took us i took another level in um fighter uh so now i have um uh bu- 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 um what what do you call it I've got, um, action surge. So, uh, once per short rest, I can take an extra action on my turn. Um, and yeah. Um, I feel, I, 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 uh, uh, I don't know, I, I, I felt like it was, uh, yeah, Corvox, uh, wanting to, like, um, I don't know, get, get extra into his, like, you know, his, uh, his, like, uh, whole ninja vibes, and so, uh, yeah, he, he's, uh, He's just, uh, just, just being able to, like, uh, push himself extra hard and go, uh, go, go like, hey, I'm gonna do one more thing. He's, like, he's, he's doing it, like, and another thing! That's how he does it. Uh, you are going to inherit Peter's Hammer of the Boop, uh, which is the, the, oh, the little squeaky toy hammer. Oh, plus one weapon and a plus one spellcasting focus. Okay. Uh, so you can, you can wield that with one of your anime swords. And among the treasure that the the love bugs bring to you, uh, you find a a big scary helmet. It is made out of like black metal and covered in spikes. Uh, you presume someone uh, quite villainous <laughs> died here, and uh, their equipment ended up in the the love bug horde. Um, and when you you put that on, uh, you find uh, you you are immune to f- a fear. Okay. And it probably has some other abilities, but just immediately you're like, oh, I am very scary. In fact, you get uh, advantage on intimidation as well. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, that rules. Um, wait, sorry. Was is the um, the hammer of the boop? Is that one handed or two handed? Uh, I mean, it it is it is what we do with it. It's a flavor on okay. a weapon. So yeah, you can wield it just plus one as if it was one of your your swords. So you have now sword and hammer. Okay, I'm I'm into it. I'm into that. Now we just have to find you a sickle, and your fighting style is going to be extremely cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so I was going to say, do you want to have a funeral scene where everyone uh, tells a story about Peter? But then uh, Piccolo is like, I cut the head off. I'm making a swing out of it. It's like, all right, the vibe is fucked now. So is it? Why do you have to be fucked? Uh, Piccolo, uh, I'll explain this to you later. <laughs> but uh, people tend to. Need time to deal with with death and beheading somewhat expedites the process. Well, they were gonna take the rest of them. I wanted some. You're not in, you're not wrong, but uh, yeah. You don't think he wants to come? We just. I put Peter's head on my head. Now he can see everything I see. This is gonna make processing this death quite tricky. Um, are we are we ready to just just get get? Get out of here and, and and get heading to stop hell being made real. Korvok isn't freaked out by the Korvok isn't freaked out by Peter's head being on Piccolo because what, of the helmet. What was Peter like? What was his deepest desires? Did he have any some sort of cosmic wish that I don't know about so that I could honor <laughs> the future? <laughs> I I mean I mean it largely involved making a corner of this world where. Just chill vibes could be achieved. That lady said she wanted to make heck. What's that? Oh, yeah. Um, literally every every possible evil that could exist being perpetuated, perpetuated for all eternity. I'm going to make the opposite of that. I'm going to call it after you die, you go. 
I would prefer that to what the, the what they are planning. I'm glad you're on board. I think that I think that's a very nice gesture. Okay, let's let's get out of here and see whether let's 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 go see whether whether Mama Coolbird is still stood outside or not. I'm guessing not. Are we gonna are we gonna be a band? Are we gonna play music? We can play some music. We can get on the road and play some music while we go. Wait, we're like a. a I'm gonna be honest. Music has never been like a big part of this like band. I <laughs> honestly, I'm like a bit surprised. Like this is like I think probably the first time you've meant we've mentioned it. What is a band? Usually, it's a group of people playing music together. Okay. I last episode Peter tried to pivot the band to be a union, which is I think why Zana killed him. She's a <laughs> she's a Pinkerton. Oh my god, of course she is. Okay, we need to we need to go kill this anti-union scab type. That's you know what, that's the new driving motivation, not preventing hell existing, but it's, you know, you got to do what you got to do to to anti-union scab types. Is what is the what is murder? Um, you know, when Peter was alive and then yeah. wasn't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Peter didn't want to not be alive anymore, but was made not alive anymore. That is murder. Oh my God. I do that. I do that. And that's not chill. It's not super chill. It's why we were very eager to not be murdered and we're very glad you didn't murder us. Oh, you're welcome. I had no idea that murder was bad. Oh, this is so I mean, embarrassing. I mean, have, I mean, look, have have you never what? Mm, okay, this world is very new. You might never have seen this. Have you have you ever seen someone chop down a tree, for example? <gasps> what? Look, it's a thing that happened in the old world. I hope that we can get to a point where it doesn't happen up here. I hope we can prevent it happening up here. There are sometimes bad people who will just d- damage trees. You see, you know what? You you see how that's bad. People also don't like being chopped down. Oh! I didn't know they were the same. It's... yeah. Also, like, how do you... do you... Okay, I have so many questions. Do you think in sentences or in images, or do you think in some kind of abstract other kind of way when you formulate thoughts? How how do you think as a plant? Uh, I think in sap, and I think in creeks, and I think in the way that Earth tastes on my feet, and I think I need to touch the sky. And I think, oh, I've murdered. Does sunlight have a taste when you photosynthesize? Yeah, how, but how, it's how, how not does... the same taste as on my feet. What What does the sun taste? What does the sunlight taste like? Taste, uh, sugar. <sighs> Even though I don't know what sugar is, shit. Um, I think actually biologically that does make sense because don't does that's it photosynthesize? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I said sugar. But I was like, do I know what sugar is? <laughs> A mansplaining photosynthesis tomorrow. I, I think you can know what sugar <laughs> is. I think you can have that okay. self understanding. No, because I make sugar. My friends make yeah. sugar. Okay, it tastes like sugar. And and oh, oh god, oh god, do you dream? I stop moving. And thinking, and then I vividly hallucinate for hours at a time. 
about my deepest insecurities and highest hopes. What what do you hope for as a tree? The delicious juice that collects at the bottom of that meat pit. Also, I have to I have to throw in. I've just received a Facebook message in a group chat from my wife. Me going to bed. Laura recording in the office. What does sunlight taste like? <laughs> I sometimes get little in- insights into what it's like living with someone that just talks one-sided at the internet, just right next to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of yeah. us have ex- extremely sh- strange conversations with alarming regularity. Yeah. But yeah, no, Ju- Juniper is just like going to keep rattling off these questions until stopped. Like, she's just... This is everything she had hoped coming up here was going to be. Being able to have, like, actual conversations with the plant that that weren't responded to with very abstract answers. Actual sentences is fucking wild. Someone asked Cora, do, do plants sleep? If yes, can they have dreams? And the answer person, Cora, if you don't know, is like Yahoo Answers. It's where people ask stupid questions and then gig workers answer them. Uh, it says, at night, the glucose prepared during the day is rapidly translocated throughout the, the phloem tissue. I don't know if that's how that's supposed to be spelled. Mm. To different parts of the plant and is stormed in the, stored in the form of insoluble starch. Uh, so they don't have brains to dream, but they are undergoing some kind of specific processes yeah. uh, that, that are unique to the, like their low activity times. And I wonder how that feels. Like you're just like, oh, I get real starchy at night. You don't understand, Juniper. I'm, <laughs> I'm starching up a storm. Uh, I assume it's the same for you <laughs> in your brain. It's 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 nighttime and my brain becomes carbs. <laughs> I got pasta you, noggin. <laughs> yeah, did you get a case of the pasta noggin at night? <laughs> Uh, as this conversation is happening, you get back to Scorpion. Uh, you see that the love bugs are like following at a distance, a bunch of them. Um, they, they are not happy with how everything turned out. They loved Peter, uh, and they hate Piccolo. So they are like watching to make sure you leave, but you all have treasure now. And so you can start heading towards the exit. (laughs) Why must you always turn my children against me? It hurts so much. Can you just... Is there any kind of role that can undo this animal-based fate, or is this just this? This is just the way it is. Wait, can I do animal handling? (laughs) (laughs) You could try. Fifteen. I just turn around. I'm like, I didn't even know that it was bad. I'm sorry. Ugh. What is this torment? Guilt. Ah. I'm turning into a, to- a tormented Victorian monster. It will happen. I'm not going to continue to be a baby audience. It's going to be okay. <laughs> You're pivoting to tortured monster. No, I said it already before we even started. I just needed to, you know, not suddenly know Shakespearean just over time. Like in the movie Van Helsing. Like in the movie Van Helsing. The cl- yeah, the classic text that we all love. <laughs> um is that didn't they make a new one recently or is that i think it was a netflix series not relevant there's only one good one and that's the one starring the guy who played wolverine yes uh hugh jackman's hugh jackton yeah um 
All right, so the love bugs don't uh, tear you limb from limb. Piccolo <laughs> with a 15. Uh, I guess they do have some kind of um, empathy for you. As peop- uh, you know, they are animals who were created by the same god you were to serve a purpose. They are they are pawns in the game of, of life now. Uh, so I don't know how deeply they understand what you're feeling, but enough so that you know, as you leave, they're not going to, like, pursue you out or, like, sit here brooding uh, and, like, imagine imagining uh, terrible vengeances. They get it, but they're not cool with it. Yeah. You can you can understand without forgiving. Yeah. Um, but as you all get back onto your yabba-dabba-doo wagon, which is also something you've inflicted. Oh, my God! <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Holy shit! This is sick, dude. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like, it's not like too cool. It's just you know like I just like you know like I, I, like mined a lot of ore and stuff and you know just it's fun. I mean it's it's kind of cool, I guess, but it's fine. I didn't even know you could do this. I'm somewhat of a crafter myself. This is impressive. Do would you like some bones or skin? Added to this? You got some, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah? Do I have any skin or bones, Austin? I only got his... Well, when you say... When you say when you say flesh or bones, do you mean bark and branches? Or do you mean the severed head that you carry around with you? Oh, no, I need this. We need to... We need this head. Um... No, uh, you know, to to make stuff like chairs and and curtains, flat flat, you know, skin and bones. I believe you call it leather, and and ivory. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know how, I know how crafting works. You are not incorrect that those can be turned into those. Like I just like I mean you know if you've got any like I don't have any like if you if you do like it would like it probably make it go faster if like, because if there's like bones and like skulls on it. Oh yeah, and then put it in the shape of flames. Warhammer forty k logic. Austin, <laughs> do, do do bones in the shape of flames make our cargo faster? <laughs> it depends on how you roll. What do we what do we roll to make flames out of bones that make our car go faster? Do I roll my proficiency plus twenty? Yeah, with your background as a carpenter, which is to say you're a tree <laughs> a tree who woke up, saw saw an axe and started cutting people apart. Uh yeah. Um crit fail. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh fuck! Oh, I drop everything on the ground. Oh, okay, <laughs> Hold, no, I can do this. I'm like really good at. If we, if we came back to my place, you would see. It's re- I'm really good at this. Fuck. <sighs> hey, hey, you, you, so you, stupid you hey, band. I'm, hey, I mean, I sincerely mean this when I say it. You are better at accessorizing cars than any tree I've ever met. Oh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, okay. I mean, I could do. Just, I'm just, I'm nervous because I just killed somebody and found out that that's bad. Oh, I have a feeling in my body that hurts. I don't like it. That's, that's okay. We'll we'll try. We'll try. Uh, you know, accessorizing the ride a little later once we've all had a chance to calm down. Juniper is having this conversation while looking around, going, "Hey, hey, any feathers anywhere <laughs> around visibly?" Uh, so you botched. You're gonna take seven damage, Piccolo, as you accidentally 
cut off a small, you know, limb. Uh, not your two main arms or anything. Just like you have, you know, branches and twigs and so forth with your very sharp, comically sharp axe. Uh, this is a just uh, a ridiculous weapon you have, and so you're like, oh, let me try to see if I can make some modifications to Scorpion, and you uh, clumsily make some modifications to yourself. I pretend like I don't even know that I'm hurt, like I, as if like no one else is gonna know that I accidentally cut off a piece of myself, and I'm just like, oh, I don't, it's not, it didn't happen, I'm fine, and there's like sap. Hey, you did great, pal. And like he's gonna like take the like the, the like severed like branch and like sort of like stick it onto the thing. Like like <laughs> like like a like a parent putting their like kids like uh like art project on the fridge. Uh-huh. Uh to to answer your question, Juniper, can you roll me your perception? Thirteen. Uh so as the vehicle starts moving down these hallways towards the exit where you know where it is uh you took uh Gale here before a 13 uh, reveals there are a lot of tracks here it seems like people have been figuring out uh what's going on and how to escape uh as you've been on your adventure and so you see uh tracks from various animals and different kinds of uh wheels uh it seems like a lot of people have made it out and so um, you think there's there's a good chance that if Gail was outside uh, waiting for you, she would have encountered some uh, some dangerous people because uh, this is a big competition here. Uh, so 13 isn't enough to give you anything too specific to take concrete action right now. Okay. Uh, but you, you, you assume uh, Gail would be in some danger if she waited for you. Well, in that case, uh, what can I do to make us move faster toward the end of the world? Speedy, go, go, go. We got, we got places to be, adventures to do. Uh, right now, the uh, vehicle is being pulled by Spider. Uh, it's not being pulled by the love bug anymore. Um, so I think actually you've lost some speed. Do you have anything you can use? Any spells? I believe uh, Peter was the one who had Long Strider. Damn. I, I also have Long Strider. I don't know if I have any spell slots, though. Um, you have all your spell slots back. You have. Huh? Oh, oh, I do. Okay. Am I healed at all too, or no? Your phone completely healed. Full heal. Oh hell yeah, baby. Um, you have everything. You're at min. You're at max. You know, you just hit a save point. Let's uh, let's long strider. Woo! All right, uh, Korvok, you give uh, Spider a burst of strength, double speed. Yeah, upon. Upon realizing that I have like recovered my spell slots and healed from my level up, I go yeah, and then go like let's ride and like, whoosh, and then we cast Long Strider. Oop, cast Long Strider. My mic just fell. All right, uh, so the party's moving real fast now. You can see up ahead uh, the pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you're about to get there. You can already smell the next biome, which is uh, a much fresher scent than these stuffy tunnels. But there appears to be... What's it, what's it smell like? Um, oh, this it's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> this is now me trying to, to figure out how I would describe this. Uh, there is uh, some kind of n- not unpleasant chemical uh, smell, but like um, okay, the word that comes to mind is petrichor. Oh, the the rain, the rain on a hot day smell. But you see up ahead, uh, there is a humanoid figure who is standing against the. Uh, the light, uh, you know, they have the, uh, a humanoid outline. But Spider is moving so fast, you can just run this person over if you want and just continue. 
or you could slow and see what they're about. But there is one person just standing in the way of the end of this ecosystem <laughs> that has vexed you for many episodes now. Can I try and like get a gander at who they are? Uh, you, you are you slowing down because you use long strider? So basically, this is a question of efficiency in the race. The thing is, we we do need to like make tracks, but also, I think if we've learned nothing from this biome, it, like if we've learned nothing else, it's that uh, the true uh, the true treasure is friendship. So we're going to uh, we're gonna like slow down. All right. Uh, so you tell uh, Spider to store a little bit of that energy uh, to to slow down, so you can see who it is ahead. Um, and uh, as you get closer, uh, they are glowing faintly. You see, uh, and that helps illuminate who they are. Uh, it is Ray. Ah. Well, hey, R- Ray, and and no no one else, just Ray. It is just Ray, who is a humanoid figure uh, covered in gold. They have like a, basically a gold shell around living lightning is Ray's body situation. Uh, and one of their hands is lime green acid. Uh, that's, that's great because gold is extremely conductive. Uh-huh. Uh, they're pretty badass, but they're just standing there at the end of the tunnel facing you as you come uh, upon them and instead of running them over <laughs> and just crushing them under your wheels uh you come to a stop and ray like waves and just walks up and just says uh hello oh i yelled why did i yell so loud i was trying to get into ray voice hey um you seem to be alone right now that's me all alone um did did Dio go off somewhere alone? That's a 10-4, good buddy. Uh, Ray just gets on Scorpion without, uh, you know, preamble or permission or anything. Just na- just naturally, as if they belong there, which maybe they do. I just, I don't know how you feel about Ray, but they just get on board. Well, I mean, can we can we get back to sprinting and ask questions as we go? Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, well, wait, 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 wait. No, there's there's an important question. How are you, Ray? <laughs> I am doing wonderful. I am learning so much. There is many secrets in the tunnels, and I have learned all of them. You are welcome. What what secrets have you learned? What are, what are the best secrets? What are the best secrets you've learned in these tunnels? Before before Ray answers, Corvac's gonna be like, "Well, I'm satisfied with that," and then uh, start uh, giddy up again, <laughs> giddy up again. Uh huh. Um, yeah, the, the scorpion continues on, uh, and there is the light at the end of the tunnel. All of you have treasure on you. You were given by the love bugs and Ray is literally made out of gold from this ecosystem and therefore can pass out of this uh, place without problem, no matter what, (laughs) it's literally their body now. Uh, so that's, that's no problem at all. Uh, but you asked, well, what are the best secrets? And Ray says, um, Dio found a, a clue about our creator and uh, went with uh, some other people to try to find that out. And I came back to tell you. Okay. Are you are you cool with just sticking with us and we sprint ahead as fast as we can and try and catch up, you know, to catch up with Dio and reunite the group? Well, I'm not a replacement for Dio. I'm my own person. We're very different. No, I, I wasn't saying that. I was merely... You and Dio, you and Dio get along well, and I was wondering if 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 you your intention was to be reunited with Dio, 
ASAP, or if you had other intentions. I don't know what your deal is, that's why I'm asking what you would like. I think Ray is still, like, taking in a bunch of um, input right now in this scene, like, looking around and uh, just says, like, where's Peter? Peter was killed by uh, our, our, our old friend in the doll body. And it's a bad thing. Yeah, it is a bad thing. Who are you? I, I'm a tree and I murder. My name's Piccolo. Honestly, Ray, you said that you weren't secrets, and now, for someone who knows all the secrets, you're asking an awful lot of questions. <laughs> Ray says, Sorry, I won't, uh, I won't ask questions anymore. No, don't, 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 don't listen to them. Ask all the questions you like. Questions are great. I think I like the attention. I think I like people looking at me. Ah, oh, that is that is that is great. I won't feel bad about watching and studying you just a little bit. You shall stare as you please. Juniper resists, uh, uh, stops resisting the urge to stare, and is now just taking in every single bit. How do you how do you move with bark like that? I mean, I used bark skin, so I should probably know this. Ju Juniper's just like taking it all in now, <laughs> as if specifically to overshadow Piccolo, who desires to be looked at. Uh, you plunge into the light at the end of the tunnel and find yourself uh, in the new ecosystem to the east, which unfolds in front of you uh, in a series of uh, rolling hills, uh, beautiful highland. Uh, there's a couple of interesting uh, features that strike you. One is this uh, mist. There is kind of a, a blanket of thin mist that uh, pre prevents you from seeing all the way to the horizon. So you, you can, can I taste it? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can taste it. That was kind of the smell before I was thinking about it. There's, it's kind of a, there's a, a light, uh, misty uh, taste and smell in the air. Uh, but it, it's pleasant, and it's, none, of it, none of it's bad so far. <laughs> I mean, Plants there's D&D. Plants &D, absorb things so. through their leaves, so I'm tasting it. Sure. If anything, you're drinking it. Mm, delicious. Um, but yeah, there are there aren't many trees. It's mostly grassland. Uh, but then you also see there are some what appear to be like veins of black rocks, like uh, jagged black rocks, uh, kind of in strange geometric patterns on the ground, kind of breaking up uh, the grassland. Uh, you see a couple of uh, what look like groups of animals. Uh, to one side, you see what appear to be some birds uh, chilling out. You can't quite see them. Uh, close enough because of the mist to, to know that much about them without getting closer. And then on the other side, you see what appear to be some cattle of some kind. Uh, and that that's your first impression. It's just like a peaceful, calming grassland uh, with a, th a thin blanket of mist and some pleasant-looking animals. Uh, the only other thing that sticks out to you is that there is a cairn, C-A-I-R-N, which is like a stack of stones in a kind of almost like a little obelisk. It comes up to like, uh, I was gonna say comes up to like your head height, but most of the characters in the party are fucking huge. So it's it's probably like a little taller than Juniper, but like chest high on Korvok and, and Piccolo. Is it made of like, sorry, the same like black stuff? Yeah, I think probably uh, it is. Yeah, it's like someone gathered up some of the, the black stones that seem to be naturally occurring and stacked them in what is clearly a, a man-made way. 
when you say cattle, like, what do you mean by that? Like, are they like, is it like, are they like in a fence or is it just like animals that like, like, are they like domesticated? Is there like, yeah. They're, they're uh, quadrupedal uh, bovines of some sort. Uh, you would need to commit to getting closer for me to tell you more. Okay. These are, these are like, in, these are separate kind of points of interest. You got to click on and then it will load. Juniper would like to click on the, uh, the, 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 the stones because no way is she ever going to interact with an animal willingly after the whole Sleagle thing. Piccolo is curious about meat creatures and the new con- like formation of how they're together and wants to learn more. Yeah, Korvok likes that too. You're all in the same vehicle, so you, gotta, you can go to one at a time. Uh, tell me which one you want to go to. I desire to inspect the meat. Juniper is happy to go along with this because hopefully this will open a dialogue and a share of information where Juniper can answer meat questions and uh, Piccolo can answer plant <laughs> questions. This episode has really been focused on meat questions, I have to say. Starting with Peter's body and then right up to this very moment, it's all meat questions. Um, Look, I learned, I learned that sunlight tastes like sugar. You know, there have been some non-meat questions. Korvok's not interested in meat questions. He's interested in meat friends. Sure. Uh, you uh, instruct Spider to take uh, Scorpion over to the cattle. As you approach, now is the time to roll investigation on the nature of these beasts. I say nature of these beasts. I obviously should say roll nature. Why am I a fool? Oh, we're I rolling nature? Nature is what I want, yeah. Yeah, in order to discover the nature of them. Fifteen. Nine. Nine. Ooh. Uh, so nine, nine fail. Fifteen is good. Juniper, um, you have the highest score, so I think you're the first one who recognizes something is different from the cows and bulls you have seen. Um, this is just a weird, uh, as an English speaker, uh, there's an animal called cattle. And in English, we refer to the females as cows and the male as bulls. They're the same species, obviously. But when you, you approach, you're like, oh, something's weird. Oh, I know what it is. They're enormous. Uh, these are so much larger than the cows and bulls you've seen before that you think it might be some kind of optical illusion. Um, and- oh, I roll animal handling. Oh fuck! Sixteen. <laughs> it's it's a very big it's a very big cow. It's not just a very close up cow. Oh, I'm only <laughs> animal handling too. I just, fuck. Yeah, I really want 11. that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Yeah, we gotta get one of these. Oh That's my god. Big nineteen. Oh, come on, there's gotta be something. <laughs> oh my god! All right, everyone starts going ape shit for these cows. They're so um, big. Yeah. We need to catch up with the with the race, and a very big cow would be helpful. I just love big. I'm gonna cows. call them Python. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you! Uh, so because you rolled really poorly on nature, you don't know why they're so big. Uh, you really don't know much about them at all, except they're very very large. They have uh, enormous horns. Um, and they have. Uh, I mean, they probably don't smell great. They're just out here just kind of wandering around, getting into, you know, bovine business. Uh, But they don't... Not to you. I like them. Uh Uh-huh. With these animal handles... They smell delicious to me. I love poop. (laughs) 
Okay. With these animal handling scores, uh, 19 and 16, uh, some of them snort and like snort and like size you up like they're going to charge you down. But then you get out and you start walking over and you're like, oh, my gosh, we need friends. Uh, meet, meet, I have meat questions for my meat friends. Uh, and they, they do not actually uh, charge you because they they're the, you're not hostile. And uh, they I, their their behavior to you is like, oh, I don't even know that I should be afraid of people like you. I, I pat one, I go, this is a lot of meat. You could, there's so much bone and skin. Oh, it can make so much furniture. But it's a, it's, it thinks though. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill it and make furniture. But you could. Uh, this creature kind of just uh, sees some, a good patch of grass and uh, turns to eat it and just knocks you fully bodily down. Um, Piccolo, not doing any damage. It wasn't even on purpose. Uh, that's just... That's how they do. Whoa! Um, I'm I'm walking up and like uh, trying to like pet their snout, being like, "Hi, Python." <laughs> I try to I try to uh, I give some of my leaves to one just because I'm like, "Hmm, I eat you. Do you eat me?" Yeah, you you hand a, a handful of your cherry blossoms uh, to these these big animals and they eat out of your hand um does does it hurt to remove your leaves or is it like when we get a haircut and like it's kind of inert and it's fine to remove the leaves it's extremely painful oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i just thought you know i see i eat meat and then i saw the meat eat plant something's going on here what you're discovering is the circle of life Oh shit! Yeah, forgot. Yeah, I just got smart like three days ago. This is hard. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a good gardener. I'm gonna be real, but like, Piccolo, do you, do you like prefer like manure or do you just or do you like just blood and meat? Have you tried manure? That that's the stuff that comes out of the meat. Yeah. I could. Uh, yeah, hold on. And I fall. I walk over to a, a pile of poop. Hold on. <laughs> and I start stomping on it. And I'm like, oh, this is this is amazing. I, I love this. This is way better than meat. Oh, the meat makes this? Do you guys make this stuff? So, For, for context, the week that we record this, uh, Cult of the Lamb just came out, which is a video game about making a cult as a sheep. And so many of my villagers have been, like, just wild about eating shit. <laughs> it's all they want to do in my cult. Don't know what I did to foster this, but... <laughs> this scene single-handedly is going to raise our rating. We are, we are now... You guys you guys make this? You guys make this stuff? <laughs> I don't need to eat the meat. I didn't know the meat made this. Well, that's good that you're not going to eat the meat, because we are meat and we really like to not be eaten. So if this if this is look if this is the trade we have to make to not get eaten, works out pretty well for me. I'm sorry, this is just I'm a tree. <laughs> you are a tree. I'm fucking wild about you being a tree. I am fucking loving this. I am a tree. How do I not eat meat? Sam came up with a great idea. What if I eat poop? Here we are. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Austin, can I like grab some cow pies and like keep them for myself for my rations? I love the idea that you you have to apologize for all your character choices, <laughs> and I I fully support this going forward. Anytime you decide anything, you need to really 
make some amends. You need to do some <laughs> Opus Day shit. So, Austin, can 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 we enlist one of these these big cows to help us go fast? Also, wait how how big are they exactly? I would say that uh, these are about fifty percent bigger than the cows you and I are familiar with. Oh, okay. Um, to answer Laura's question, uh, with these animal handling roles, you can coax one of them to help pull your vehicle. Uh, it is not. Oh, it, yes. It is not bound to any of you magically or anything. It is not like loyal. It'll just go along uh, as long as it's taken care of. But uh, that is, that is, uh, you know, a situation that needs to be monitored because uh, it is not like Spider, where like Spider likes you and wants to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be a food source. <laughs> Don't let it know that. <laughs> no, I meant it's poop. I'm choosing to pre- I'm choosing to forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. So you will remind you. Don't worry. Yeah. Thanks. You have investigated uh, the bovines. Uh, you don't know everything you could know, but uh, maybe it could be a puzzle piece. Every ecosystem is kind of a mini puzzle. So there's other stuff going on here. I don't know if you want to continue east. If you want to check out any of the the landmarks that I pointed out to you. Juniper. Juniper's gonna very quickly mash interact the interact button on the the, the stones. Uh, the naturally occurring veins of black stones, or the cairn, which is the the man made stacking of stones. Oh, the the sorry the ca- the cairn. All right, you walk over. Uh, there there are these uh, stones that have been deliberately stacked in such a way, uh, which clearly marks them as uh, not naturally occurring. Uh, and let me get an investigation roll from you on this small structure. I suppose I can do that if that is what I must roll. <laughs> Uh, two. A botch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens is everyone walks over to this uh, cairn and just starts pulling rocks out like a Jenga tower and knocks the whole dang, dang thing over. Uh, and it, as it falls apart and, you know, scatters all over the ground. Uh, I yell, see- this is bad for the ecosystem. And they knock it over. Uh, you see that inside uh, that something was being stored there. Uh, a thing about cairns is that for uh, kind of explorers, there were, were a way of giving messages. This is obviously before, you know, phones, before even radios or whatever. You can't, there's no uh, postal system. Uh, but if you want someone else who's coming through uncharted territory to be able to receive a message from you, you create a man-made thing that they would recognize as not being part of the ecosystem, and you put a yeah. message inside. I I know that they're sometimes used in cave exploration. You put them at junctions in caves to be like, hey, this way or that way, here's what you need to know. Uh, but with a two, a one, and a six, you destroy... Uh, the message inside, mostly, uh, it appears as you like sift through the the stones uh, that it was from uh, Gale, uh, the harpy. She left uh, Juniper a message, and you have ruined it. Is there anything we can make out from it? Um, it's so I think like it was uh, basically shredded uh, by the uh, the rocks, but you try to like piece it back together. A lot of it is t- is too ruined, and you can't find all the pieces. Uh, I think what you basically the tone you get is it's like apologetic. It's like, hey, I was gonna wait for you, but it was dangerous. Pe- uh, scary people kept coming out, <gasps> uh, and I had I had to run away. Oh, oh, I recognize this 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 
I'm trying to think of a pun for like bird related handwriting and the best I could come up with is I recognize this chicken scratch. No, that's great. That that works, I think. Yeah. I organize this chicken yeah. scratch. Yeah, that's there we go. I found that's, that's absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, so uh Gail was going to impart more information about the uh the people who you are currently competing against, uh what they're up to and you know, strengths and weaknesses she observed. Uh but that has been destroyed and now the the race is a mystery. Well, I at least now know to look out for weird little piles of rocks. Again, left little messages in them. Uh, can we take a look at like the rocks now? Yeah, you want to. There are these uh, seams of naturally occurring, it appears, black rocks. Uh, can I get a survival to look at these? One, but not a critical one. These are a lot of my best uh, skills. I'm rolling shit. <laughs> Nine. Just abject failure. I don't know. I've seen rolls this bad in maybe a couple seasons. Nine, nine, one. Yeah, we've look. We've used up all our good rolls and D twenties. Uh, roll twenties gone. Oh yeah, shit. I was meant to give you a couple of bad ones sometimes. Um. So, once again, pickle, you're gonna take damage as the person uh, who rolled the lowest here. Uh, you take five uh, as you, you reach down and start picking up what is uh, volcanic glass or obsidian. Uh, these rocks appear to have been formed by uh, magma rolling across the landscape, uh, which doesn't seem good. You don't see any magma right now, but uh, you catch your hand on fire just picking them up and um, exposing just like a pocket of still cooling lava. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow! Ah, uh, if it if it's hurting, stop touching it. <laughs> I just smack my hand on the ground because I am a tree who knows to stop how to stop being on fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so as, as Piccolo desperately tries to put their own hand out, um, you 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 know some basic facts is that uh, most of this place seems like really pleasant grassland. There's some mist and some animals, but there is some danger. That there appears to be some kind of volcanic activity you don't know uh the source or how worried you should be but the after effect is that there is some there's some obsidian in the environment uh, but you don't know anymore with these bad rolls hmm. can we take some obsidian you could take some is this a trick i'm taking some obsidian if it was a trick would i tell you <laughs> no i don't know <laughs> now i'm inside I'm your head some. <laughs> i'm taking some <laughs> All right. Uh, there's one more uh, thing uh, that was pointed out. You could investigate, or you could continue east. The other thing was birds, right? Correct. There were some birds. Let's take a look. Yeah, that's what I say. As uh, as as Spider uh, and um, uh, Python uh, bring Scorpion over to the birds. All right. You uh, roll your vehicle over to what appears to be a, a gaggle of birds. Uh, as you get closer. Uh, some of them uh, kind of start wandering towards you, uh, which is interesting. Usually birds like scatter upon seeing people. Um, so that's the first thing that strikes you as strange. Uh, roll nature. Well, I mean, uh, to see. They, they, don't, they don't usually scatter when they see a nice tree. Yeah, Trees don't they nice. want to sit yeah. in my head or something? Four. Coming towards you? Eleven. No, well, I'm doing it stealthily. Ah. Nineteen. No, you're on a... <laughs> I mean, you're on a you're on a rolling thing. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> 11 and 19. Uh, this is a, a success here, above average. Uh, Juniper, um, <laughs> you're, you got the highest score. I'll say a thing you uh, pick up about them is that they appear to be flightless. Uh, they don't have very developed wings. They have just kind of like rudimentary little wings. Uh, maybe they can do like what chickens do and get a little flap on, but it doesn't seem likely. Uh, they Just all- like spider. <laughs> they also have a, a very large abdomen proportionally. They are very like thick. They are chunky in a way. Just like spider. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they also don't seem afraid of you, which is strange. Uh, the thing I will say is that um, the, these are both the two animals you've uh, run into so far uh, seem larger than usual and more docile than usual. Uh that that is what I'll say up front. Neither seem dangerous. I'm rolling animal hand. Me too. I got a thirteen, so I go over I and I be 12. a tree next to him. You know, I'm half meat, so like I get it. You know, what about you guys? Are you anything other than meat? I see you have some hard parts. That's cool. I'm trying to make meat friends. All above average animal handling, you can just walk over and uh, the three of you can just start picking them up and just, like looking at them. And they they're, they have like a dopey uh, personality. They're just like, oh, where are we going? <laughs> you know, just like no sense of self-preservation. Have, have, have they got the vibe? I like these guys. Have they got the vibe that dodos have? The dodo vibe. Uh, Laura, you've said the secret word. These are dodos. <gasps> can I put one in my tree branches? <gasps> I'm doing it. I'm going to call them raptors. You can just pick up a handful of dodos and just put them in your branches, Piccolo, and they do not fight you. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Laura, you've you've solved my dodo puzzle. <laughs> my dodo ruse. Oh, fuck yeah. I thought they were oh. dodos and that we weren't supposed to say they were dodos, so I was like, those are dodos, but I'm not going to say it. And then- Oh, wait, are the python based on buffalo? You did not roll enough. Uh, you did not roll high enough for me to answer that question. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I if I achieve nothing else this week, I solved. I solved the dodo puzzle. I can. I can. Life is is worth it. I, I did good. <laughs> the bar is so low. <laughs> Two species famously known for being overhunted for food, so we're not going to eat them. Look, they, Austin. Their friends, not food. It's cool. Yeah, if you if someone had crit, I would have just said, "Oh, you recognize dodos from an old textbook or something." Um, they are uh, in, in both in our world and in the post-apocalyptic world of your characters are from extinct. Hmm. Hmm. These dodos are gonna make poop in my head, and <gasps> I'm not gonna need to. Eat. It's automated food. Oh, what's the best extinct plant that might be about up here? I'm, I'm gonna start thinking about. I'm gonna start looking up extinct plants. What are cool extinct plants? Oh, there's the there's the one that was birth control. Um, there's one. There's like some ancient maze ones. Everyone's googling. Uh, do you want to roll survival, Juniper, specifically to find <gasps> uh, a plant of some description? I if they yeah. If if there's a possibility of old extinct plants being here, fuck yeah, I want to see those. Uh, Eleven, can anyone give me like inspiration or something? I'm so I want sorry, this to be a he's good dead. Role. No, he's gone. Wait, no, was that was that a nature check? <laughs> it was a survival. Oh, uh, survival. Oh, couldn't it be nature though? Can I do it too? Because I'm a pl- half plant. So just a ten. Sorry. 
Nature is knowing about something once you see it. Uh, survival is like finding it. So, uh, mm. Corval. I mean, I can. I. I yeah, I'll look. Uh, Eighteen. <gasps> Uh, yeah, so the party succeeds. You can find a plant. I'll, here's how I'm going to structure this. Uh, is it, it won't necessarily be useful to D&D, the game we're playing, but it could be interesting or it could be a role play or a narrative oh. thing. Oh, yeah. I I have no desire for this to be mechanically useful. I just want to know about the, what, what cool plants exist here. Yeah, you can you can uh, make one up for me here, or <sighs> we can go with Mari's suggestion, which is also the thing I was prepared to talk about, which is the uh, ancient plant that attested in uh, Greek writings that was a... Uh, a birth control plant that was uh, used to extinction by the our extremely horny ancestors. I am very okay with there still being a um, birth control plant in existence. That's that's a fantasy world I'd like to live in where you can just grow birth control. Sylphium, also known as laser wart or laser, what? <laughs> is an unidentified plant that was used in classic antiquity as seasoning, perfume, aphrodisiac, and medicine. It was also used as a contraceptive by ancient Greeks and Romans. Wow. Austin, I've solved your naming convention for this season. You're naming it all after... Ex- every NPC is named after an extinct plant. I solved your puzzle. That would be sick if I did that... If I ch- fucking made a mystery for myself and then accidentally solved it on air. <laughs> Uh, the exact identity oh. of Sylphium is unclear. It is commonly believed to be a now extinct plant of the genus Ferula, perhaps a variety of giant fennel. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is what I was thinking of. Sylphium. Um, you find some here, and you can turn to everyone and be like, what the fuck? Oh, sorry, I just learned a thing. Apparently, people depict historically depicted the seeds of this plant as looking like a cartoon heart. I am saying this as well. Yeah, if you've ever wondered why the symbol for heart looks nothing like the thing inside of our chest, uh, one theory is that it's the seeds of this plant. <gasps> oh, oh, fucking love this plant. So great. the symbol of love is just horny pills? <laughs> yeah. I, that feels pretty it's, accurate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is yeah. It's the seed that lets you make make love without, without progression. What, that seems what's appropriate. What's more... What's more romantic than the pills that you can buy out of like, uh, like this, like manual, like non-electronic, like, um, uh, like vending machine uh, at a gas station? Uh, That's with the Street Fighter characters on it. (laughs) Oh, you mean like the pills next to it? They're like boner pills and aphrodisiacs, but they're filled with cocaine. I mean, it's not. I mean, probably not actually cocaine. It's probably something. Much cheaper and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're getting, you're, Mari's on that luxury boner pill shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting the stuff cut with cocaine. Uh, that is actually the exact opposite of what cocaine does. <laughs> we've, had, we've had cocaine too on this season, but now we've got like boner pills of cocaine 0.1. Oh yeah, can this just be even better birth control? Uh, I mean, perhaps uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff to still be discovered about this ecosystem. But I th- the important thing is, I think, Juniper, you're like, these are dodos and this is the fucking love plant. Uh, all of these things are extinct. Uh, I, uh, 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 OK, know. Um, can Juniper take a like a clipping of this and like put it in a tiny pot to be able to take like a little keep care of it and take a little sample back back when eventually this is done? Absolutely. I mean, just just this discovery alone is enough for your name to go down in the history of your field, let alone everything else that's happened. Well, I mean, 
Look, when when Juniper woke up today, she thought the the, the walking tree person was gonna be was gonna be that, but now now look, there's a walking tree, and I've got I've got sex pills. <laughs> got the sex plant. <laughs> um, everyone, why don't you roll perception for me, or actually wisdom saving throw, everyone? What? Why do you pick all the ones that are so hard for me? <laughs> Seven. Eleven. Nine. I keep I keep narrowly avoiding botches. So many of my rolls today have been a two on the dice with a modifier. <laughs> Why did you pick strength saving throw? That's plus seven. Come because on. you're you're not arm wrestling anyone. I could arm wrestle a thought. Yeah. Do you ever punch the air? It gets an <laughs> intrusive thought. I have not. I guess I'll try that in the future. Yeah. What happens with uh, this failure on the wisdom saving throw, I think like the sixth failure uh, of this episode for the group, uh, is you don't notice uh, that Ray wandered off at some point uh, until it's like too late to catch up to them easily. You like eventually, who rolled high as Korvok, uh, you like see out of the corner of your eye, Ray disappear into the mist. Oh, Ray with your secrets. I guess we go live in the mist now. Let's go. Can I can I try and like fall, like follow Ray's tracks? What does the mist taste like to me? The, the I think the taste roll is perception, and I want to say we already rolled for this this taste, so I won't make you roll again. I'll just add that uh, having seen the obsidian now, it occurs to you that it, it there is a kind of uh, under like. I don't know, aftertaste to it. It is like there there's some spiciness to it, maybe from your perspective, Piccolo. Where you're something like something sulfury, something smoky. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh Korok like sniffs the air and he's like, oh, who beefed? <laughs> and then uh and like uh looks like suspiciously at the at, at Python. So, Korvok, you saw uh, Ray leave. Like you, you, the roll was poor enough that Ray got away, but you don't need to roll again to follow them. You can just go in that direction. Uh, if you do, uh, do you follow quickly or carefully? I think this is like the the tail of the long strider. I believe it lasts for an hour. Okay, no, never mind. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Uh, um, no, I'm gonna go quickly. I'm gonna go quickly. All right, uh, you spur uh, the big cow and uh, spider to pull the vehicle quickly through the mist um, for a minute uh, your vision gets pretty bad you can't quite see what's ahead of you and the mist seems to be getting thicker you hear uh, something up ahead of you it sounds like maybe Ray talking and then you hear a splash um, as uh, there's something happens up ahead of you and you it, rather than slowing down uh, you just go real quick there is no time to adjust your approach, essentially, as you break out of the bank of mist you are currently in, uh, and you see a, a, a small lake here in the biome. And it's, there's still these uh, rolling hills, uh, nice, uh, beautiful grass. Uh, and you see that the splash was clearly from Ray wading into the lake, which also appears to be one of the... Uh, the sources of mist, uh, putting two and two together. There's some kind of volcanic activity. There are bodies of water. Uh, you know, one plus one equals thick mist. Uh, and you, as Spider comes up to the bank of the lake, uh, you hear Ray say, Hey guys, look what I found. 
Uh, and then you see in the lake with Ray is a large uh, scaly sail or fin kind of cutting its way towards uh, the new one. Uh, Ray, you might want to get out of the water. Like right now, there is a thing coming. We do not know if it's friend or foe. Get out the water. Get out the water. But we're supposed to be making friends. Yeah, but maybe make friends from the shoreline so that you know whether they're trying to eat you or not as the first step of the friendship. Ray says, I'll ask, are you trying to eat me? Uh, and the creature that is coming towards Ray uh, begins breaking through the surface and you see uh, the longest known terrestrial carnivore of all time, the Spinosaurus. Uh, Austin, can I roll... Can I roll insight to find out whether the Spinosaurus is friend or foe? Uh, you could roll, or you could see it open its massive jaws and eat Ray in front of you, or at least try. Uh, it is so large that uh, it, it, it Ray essentially gets like swept up and caught in the creature's teeth. Uh, roll initiative. Twelve on initiative. All right, Korvok, you're first. You see... Uh, one of the largest uh, predators to ever live in the D and D setting, I guess the um, the the Tarask has it beat. But in our world, right. simply the largest thing that could try to eat you uh, gets Ray in its mouth and starts trying to chew their solid gold body, which doesn't actually work very well. Uh, you want initiative? Oops! I've got a gold. I got a gold toothpick stuck in my teeth now. I mean. Ray can't really be digested. They're just going to be inside. <laughs> All right. And roll. Do nine. And and then I uh, plus uh, d6 from uh, Hunter's Mark. Which does an extra two. So I do uh, 11 damage. All right. So you jump off of Scorpion into the lake and uh, go with uh, Hammer of the Boop in one hand, Anime Sword in the other, and just start striking. Yep. All right, Juniper. Let's try a new spell out. Let's do Call Lightning. Um, so a storm cloud's going to appear, uh, 10 foot tall, um, cylinder, 60 foot radius, centered on a point I can see. Um, that's going to be above above the, the, big, the big water beast. I'm hoping I can electrocute it just fine and not hurt Ray, because Ray is mostly electricity anyway. Uh, yeah, my only concern would be Korvok also standing in the lake, but I do like the idea of you just nuking this fight <laughs> with a third level spell. Oh, but is it is it a cold attack or is it a lightning attack? Uh, I, I said cold lightning. Cool light. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, as in, hey, lightning, go, go yeah, C A L L. Come, oh, come be here, lightning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I call you over here. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw to see whether this thing gets hit with lightning. Uh, seven. Korvok, you also roll. Okay. Let's... Sixteen. Okay, you, you're fine. Woo! Um, so... Let me roll that damage. You are not fine. Uh, a creature takes 3d10 lightning on a failed save or half on a successful one. But because you're in a lake, we're doubling it. So, so you take nineteen damage, and the uh, the the thing in the lake takes thirty eight. 
Yeah. So Juniper, paint me this picture because you see this fight happening in a lake and you're just like, uh, I'm going to go Oppenheimer mode on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I may have, I may not have uh, thought about every person in the lake, but uh, Juniper does just call in a cloud and I'd like to think that as the lightning flashes, it's like the scene in the, in, in the HBO adaptation. Um, everything goes like completely black for a split second before just the lightning and the silhouette of the uh, the the sea beast being hit. That's all you see. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm actually going to roll something here. I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw, basically uh, to not be afflicted by fear. This thing you're doing. Uh, I rolled eleven. That's not going to do it as far as your spell uh, save goes. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to hit it. So I think what? Yeah, you're all standing near this misty lake. This enormous predator just tries to eat a human-shaped person. Uh, it gets instead a, a giant piece of gold stuck in their teeth, and then the sky splits open and lightning begins pummeling down. The, this is a, a spell uh, unique to druids. Uh, it lasts ten. Christian minutes. Yep, and every time my turn comes around, I get to be like, hey, that lightning, here it comes again, here it comes again. Wait, so then if I try to attack it, I'm going to take, like, 19 damage too? Yeah, if you stay out of the lake, you're fine. Just don't step in the lake. Uh, <laughs> we all, everyone turns to look at the barbarian armed with only an axe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what you want me to do, Juniper. Uh, the look on Piccolo's face says. Uh, but yeah, no, you have turned this, uh, fight into, basically you've turned the arena into, uh, the, the, the sea of nuclear radiation in a, in Fallout games, where it's like yeah. an area you can't enter without dying rapidly. Uh, and the... Spinosaurus just shakes its head violently to try to get Ray out of its teeth. I'm actually going to roll here strength for Ray, who's very strong, being made out of 15, uh, so like basically a, a layer of gold. Uh, and, you know, gold is soft, but like it's metal against uh, flesh. Uh, Ray pulls themselves out of the creature's mouth and falls into the lake. Uh, not hurt by lightning. Uh, Ray is made of lightning. It is nourishing. Uh, and so... Uh, this the Spinosaurus attempts to flee as you you turn you just open the sky and begin pouring lightning down on the arena. Um, do I get an opportunity attack? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna do that. Um, oh, it's eleven. That does not hit. Uh, I think you the waves from this giant creature uh, trying to to swim away uh, like buffet you back. Um, and I, unless you want to pursue this thing, I think the fight's over. Uh, just, this is a role-playing decision. It has plenty of hit points left, but this spell specifically in this situation, uh, Juniper, are you like standing on the, on the deck of, uh, Scorpion holding your, your rake aloft, like Gandalf's staff, uh, as you're just willing this, uh... Actually, you know what I think I do as the power move? I have the ring that makes me immune to electricity. I think Juniper is walking into the electrified water, completely unafraid, ready to electrocute again. Uh, this is the twist. Earlier, I said like, that, "Oh, you, you're on a one crutch, and you have the two largest, strongest bodyguards possible." The twist is you're the dangerous one. <laughs> That's it. You know, I'm. I might not be the speediest. I might not be the biggest, or able to hop very much. I, I hit this thing with lightning once, and it freaked the fuck out. 
Korvok, you kind of uh, wash up on the shore of the lake here as the... Do you make the cloud chase the Spinosaurus as it like tries to get up out of the lake and run away? Because you could, you have ten minutes of cloud. Can I just have the cloud follow me in case we find anything else fightable in the next ten minutes? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> a little celebratory <laughs> cloud just trailing behind us like a little, uh, like a little summon, just like hello, I'm your little friend. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you know. Uh... Would prefer uh, of like you know not being electrocuted, but okay, sure, yeah, I guess it's. Look, if I had stopped and thought about it, yeah, I I am aware you would have preferred not to be electrocuted. I would have thrown you the electricity ring to put on and then done it. I wasn't thinking a friend was being eaten. I, I electrocuted. I'm very so- I'm I'm very sorry that I electrocuted you. I hope you're doing okay, and I didn't. I hope I only hurt your body and not your feelings. I'm I'm feeling fine um, on the outside, but on the inside, not so much. Hey, hey, hey! How how about this? You wear the no electric uh, electric attacks ring and hold the rake for a bit, and I move the cloud over you, and you 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 can you you can have the fun of not being touched by electricity for a bit. Don't placate me. And then Korvok's gonna go off and like, uh, like, uh, sort of pensively, like, uh, like stand on like the like the like um, uh, the bow of like um, of of uh, Scorpion. Juniper's just that like. I was trying. I was trying to be nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone, roll hit dice to heal. Uh, short rest if you need to. Uh, you went for having two bards. Uh, to zero, so you no longer get the uh, Song of Rest bonus. What are we doing here? Where are we going? This world you exist in was created, like, very deliberately by a by a known set of people. And as we understand it, there's a little corner of this place at the end that hasn't had a theme picked for it yet. Hasn't had, like, a topic or a concept put there and we are racing to the end of the world to try and decide what what this last little corner of this new world should be the place i was in before the where the place i belonged only wanted me to kill for the pleasure of dead things but now i'm in a band but i don't know what i'm supposed to do in a band well, I mean, being in a band is about supporting other people and trying to work together to create something bigger than yourselves and make something something new, something that is a combination of what all of you coming together can create and become. What did the red man want to do in the band? As as I said, he he just wanted a little he wanted a little corner of the world that was quiet and stress-free, a little corner of the world that was just a place where people could be and not worry. I think there were dr- I think there were drugs involved in getting to that point, but like yeah, just 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 a little a relaxing, no stress corner of the world. And and the meat that killed the red man wanted not that, wanted opposite of that. 
Yeah, wanted it. Okay, so the 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 one the one who killed Peter. We don't know what what she wants exactly, but we know that she's traveling with someone who would very much like eternal suffering and damnation to be. To to be a part of this world. Uh, that this world would have a little corner where just everything is terrible and horrible and miserable all of the time. Which, I mean, I know between that and Peter's plan, which I would prefer. Alright, I'll take Peter's spot. And I just put Peter's head back on top of my head, because it's my hat. Oh, I forgot you were wearing the hat. Yeah. I mean, well, that is admirable. If you decide at some point you want to do something for you, if you have things you want, that's also okay, but... Are your branches still full of dodos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I sort of, with every movement, uh, a dodo you know, or two falls out of your branches and goes like rolling through the grass because they're basically uh, dodgeballs with faces. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just crave their poop. Which is rational to want as a tree. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how challenging this material would be <laughs> when I, I, I conceived of the newly awakened tree person. Well, it's better than craving meat. I mean, you are... Up for debate. You are minimizing harm. <laughs> you, are minimi- you are harm reductioning here. I can't deny that. Yeah, no. Corvox uh, just like... Uh, um, uh, just sort of like 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 uh, pouting and like um uh uh like yeah sort of so like, yeah like staring off pensively into the distance. He's like uh he's he's also like um I don't know if he has anything. I guess he, he probably he, I don't know if, if he would have anything that he could uh uh write with or anything like that. But he's like if if he. Oh, maybe like some of the obsidian, but he's like using it to like, uh, like paint his nails black. (laughs) (laughs) Bandmate, I see you are brooding in the corner. How very dramatic of you. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) I've recently learned I also love drama. And when people look at me. This is an exciting development in Piccolo's voice. Is this this where where we are? Yeah, well, you know, I was always going to be Frankenstein from the movie Van Helsing, who is a theatric theater major. It just takes time. Korvok's like, um, Korvok's like, I don't don't like drama. I'm shy. And then he turns away. Whoa. How dramatic. (laughs) Can we we just... Can we just have one quiet day when no one gets eaten by a fish? No one gets beheaded. No one, no one makes an enemy. I mean, like you're saying all of this, and like I don't know, like it, I mean, uh, I, 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 I guess, but like also, I don't know. You, it, it seems like you just like killed like one. I, I'm, I'm new to the group. I don't know you that well, but like, it seems like you killed one person and then also just electrocuted me. So like. I don't know. I guess, like I guess I guess I can kind of see where some of this drama comes from. And Juniper doesn't have a response to that. She just kind of goes a little quiet. And so an awkward silence falls over the group uh as the mist closes in on your vehicle uh and it turns out 
that that big lightning show and the subsequent bickering have drawn someone's attention uh, because you hear a thump on the deck of Scorpion as Sprinkles, the homunculus, shows up. Uh, You turn to look at her, uh, and she is narrowing her eyes at you, Juniper, uh, as the one she knows best. In fact, she has not met uh, Piccolo and Korvok. So with her eyes kept on you, she begins looking through her deck of cards, uh, kind of casually one at a time until she finds the one she's looking for. uh, And she shows it to you, and the name on the card is... 10,000 goblins. Uh, the art only shows about a dozen because that's all that can fit on a trading card, but it clearly represents an unbelievable horde of goblins. Uh, and she strikes the card through her hollow runner and begins summoning goblins armed with knives and sharp sticks and all manner of bloody implements. What have what have we done? What have we done now? What have we done now? <laughs> what did we do this? What did we do this time? I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. I take a chance, we start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses. We can feel the heat, the chill wind is pushing you into me. And it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning, might be burning. Down. But we're a bonfire, I keep 